Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. So good morning again. <clears throat> I hope you had a, a good night, good sleep. You feel somewhat refreshed this morning. Um, again, I wanted to maybe remind you of this um, this little question that I suggested using. Um, I think yesterday about how can I, how can this next thing, next thing that I'm about to do, bring ease? So kind of a softness with the process because with the the form of the retreat, might we might become rigid somehow, you know, sit, walk, sit, walk, some somehow like, and I have to be there and I have to be kind and whoops, we're a little bit away from the, you know, in the an attitude of the mind that is maybe not so helpful. So is there a way to ease myself in, into this? What, what is my way? Somebody was asking me uh, this morning in a conversation, or was asking, whether this was a, a live question for them, what, what, is, uh, what, what are the ways to bring this kindness? How does that arise? What, what are, and my sense is that's what we're trying to discover here. So if we see that we're going in the opposite direction, you know, then we have to maybe rely on our intuition. What, okay, here, what, you know, our intuition, our discernment, intelligence, be awake to what I'm, how am I being here? What is the, what way would be supportive? And I was saying for me, an answer to how kindness arise in my life is basically by what I'm trying to uh, offer here is by paying attention Paying attention, being attentive, to me is a form of care. Care is a form of care, love, kindness. You know, so if I don't know where to start, I just start by. That's my way. You know, what, what, what can what can be a, can I be attentive to? And again, anything will do for me. Oh, there's a little tension in the neck right now. Can I be attentive to that? I don't have to be kind for my whole life and forever. But you know, like just. What's here? There's a little something here in my neck. Can I just bring attention to it? I don't even have to love it and fall in love with my neck. You know, <laughs> it's just like, oh, there's there's something here that is really happening, and I can put my caring attention on it, or on the lower part of the body sitting, just feeling this. So for me, it's an entry point, a point of connection with the world. You know, it's uh, and you know, I don't maybe I couldn't start by loving myself, you know, that big idea, but the sensations of sitting here, they're happening in this, it's this life, how it's manifesting, and this life happens to be somewhat me, you know, <laughs> I'm in the middle of that life, you know, I might not need to love me, but I can love or be attentive or care for the sensations in the body, 
the heart or that sensitivity that comes with this humanness of sensitivity to sound cling cling just care about this because it's what's happening later it'll be a conversation with somebody or something else you know but now this is my life this is life but another way could be uh, I remember one of the one of my spiritual friends and colleagues and teacher she was saying when I started the, the practice of metta they were teaching us to send metta to self or to a benefactor or a good friend and like I could not it was not my heart was kind of closed to human beings myself and others but uh, there's a lake that I love so much you know I in my childhood, this lake has meant something. And when I returned there, it's a very, I don't know if it's motherly lake or something, but there's a symbol in that. that and she said, I could sit there and just wish well for the lake and appreciate the lake, you know, and, and hang out with the lake, you know. So that was my entry door to uh, kindness and compassion and caring and connection, you know. Really good could be a teddy bear, could be a kitten in the New York subway uh, station, or any point in. And so <coughs> in this practice, uh, intuition, create creativity is welcome. You know, so one has to find their, their way in. Um, and again, this is not something that one can force. You know, have to be kind. It's, it's a curiosity. My sense is that if you signed up for this retreat, you're curious about this. You know, then I would invite you to follow, in a way, this curiosity. Yeah. There are, um, yeah. So in the teachings uh, that were. Um, I was trying to use this word yesterday, synthesized, synthesized. I don't know why it doesn't work for me, this word again today. But, uh, so the Buddha spoke for 45 years with people, said many things, gave the, gave the discourse, the teaching one day about the metta. And so a number of hundred years after, somebody organized the teaching, gathered all the, looked at all the texts and systematized, you know. And they said, oh, so because of this conversation and that conversation where the Buddha said that you could, you could travel the entire universe, you would never find somebody more worthy of your love than yourself. That's something he said at some point, you know. And uh, and because of this, in this organization of this teaching, they said, metta should start with oneself, then go to where it's easiest, you know, benefactors, inspiring people, uh, friends, and then bring in the neutral people, the people that we don't feel so bad about, but we also to include them so our love is, our caring is unconditional, you know. It's not exclusive, it's inclusive. Yeah. And so let's bring in the people that are around us that we might not know so well, but becomes, become conscious are there of their sensitivity. Also, oh, they're also beings. They also fear pain. They also 
encounter the difficulties of life, even if they're not in my regular caring circle, can I include them in, you know, and become sensitive to them? And then later on, can I also bring in even the people who have hurt me or are doing hurtful things in life? Is, can my care extend to them, keep, keeping my clarity about their confusion maybe and their behaviors, you know? But nonetheless, saying, I, I wish you also clarity of mind and ease of mind so that you can act on that, you know, that you can become somebody that contribute to life, you know, to the well-being. So, (coughs) classically, then it's been said, you start with oneself, then you go to others, but that might not be your way. Your your way might be that you're going to be last on the list, you know, that you'll be able to include everybody, even those who hurt you, before you include yourself. And I remember hearing a, a teacher that I love very much. Actually, I remember it's not hard because it was not so long ago. It was just a few months ago. And uh, there was this uh, gathering. Uh, it was um, in California. Uh, there was a gathering of maybe, it was a class, a regular class of maybe about 200 people or so. And there was a, a Q&A and one young person saying, uh, very genuinely, uh, very authentically reporting from their side of reality, saying, they were sitting on that side, you know, and they, they said, I try to bring this kindness, I really try to bring, bring this attention and this kindness, but the self-loathing, you know, the confusion, the self-deprecation always kind of gets the better of me, always, and God, do I try? You know, I go to do these retreats, or I do this. I'm here tonight. I'm really trying. But you know, this. And I was very touched, as was everybody, by the authenticity of the report and the accuracy of the, uh, you know, and the and the the clear uh, wish for well-being. You know. And the, seems like all 200 eyes were like looking at this young person talking with the microphone and Gavin Harrison was the teacher at that time instead of answering from here like we do in this kind of conventional form where there's Q&A's and the teacher he was moved that's also like kind of his type his, his personality he just stood up like when the person finished talking he just stood up and went straight to them and sat like right in front, and they both were sharing the microphone, if I remember well. And he started describing to him how beautiful he was, you know, and authentic and sincere he was, and just reflecting back what he was experiencing of that being. And I I was sitting kind of here and looking at the exchange over there, and I could see the eyes of the young person. It was so beautiful because he was... He was taking it in, but it felt like it was very far, like almost reaching him, you know, but I don't know if you can see the... He was like, like he could recognize, I need to take this in, you know, this is probably true, you know, <laughs> like like there's this guy is seeing something real here, but it, 
my what I this is my take on it. You know what I was saying. I was like, oh, he's almost getting it. You know, like, and but he has enough wisdom to know that this is important, and he he has to like. He's not like, no, no, I'm not beautiful. You know, he was like, I think you're right. <laughs> you know, but it just doesn't it it doesn't totally land. You know, it and there was this. It felt felt almost like it was in the ocean. You know, and the, there was somebody like coming to rescue, and he was like. I really want to reach your hand, you know, I'm trying here. And, and then my sense was like, it's going to land, maybe not tonight, you know, but maybe later it, it will land, you know. But Gavin was expressing what everybody was experiencing, and at the end of his few words, he said something that I thought was so right. He just said, sometimes, and he was looking at him, and he said, sometimes we are the... He just said, sometimes we are the last one to find out we are lovely. And I thought it was so true in in that moment because there was like 200 people, 199 people seemed to find that being beautiful and perfect in what they, they were. And they were probably going to be the last one to know that, you know, they were it would be the 200th one to understand that, you know. And this is how it was, you know. And uh, so this is what we're doing here, trying to find our way in. And I would like to name five little obstacles that can come in our way. It's good to name them because they probably have been active somewhat yesterday and they might show up today. And it's good to name them so we can recognize them. They're what we call hindrances to practice, hindrances to connection, hindrances in our lives. But they don't have to be, especially when they're recognized. Yeah. So one of the hindrances is strong desire for something else strong desire to be something else to be somebody else strong desire to feel something else strong desire to be somewhere else so you might experience it in different ways as you're sitting here I wish I was back home I wish I was that person on my right, on my left, they seem so calm I wish I was that person I was when I was a child I wish I was that, something like this so if it happens, just recognize that there's a strong desire for something else so a disconnection from what is here and a kind of a trance that happiness is somewhere else, somebody else, something else. And can I connect with this and learn how to be with this here? Because from some powerful uh, uh, wisdom tradition, it says that it's actually that it's here. It's here. It's how we meet here that the happiness will be. So recognizing, oh, there's a, just our slight desire for just a little bit more quietness. A slight desire for a little something, you know, or a huge desire for something else. Another difficulty that we can encounter is the, and it com- often comes together, is the resistance to what is here. Yeah. I don't want this. I don't want this. And so this is something we can recognize. Might not be able to do anything about this. Oh, there is resistance here, my love. <coughs> You're resisting. You don't want to be here. 
you don't want to be this person, or you don't want to feel what is felt now in the body physically or in the heart. You know. So if it happens to become conscious of this, oh, there's resistance. Sometimes it melts, sometimes it's so not melts. It just stays there. But it's good to be aware of it instead of in the trance of it. You know. And sometimes there's very low energy, like I don't have the interest. I don't have the... I can't show up to another sitting. I can't do this walking, you know. Like the level of energies in terms of interest, in terms of uh, aliveness, enthusiasm would be an opposite of that. Okay, let's sit. Let's discover life. Let's. So when it's active, it's good to know this. Oh, there's dejection, depression, or discouragement right now. This is how it is, my love. This is how it is right now. This discouragement. Can that be welcomed also as it is? So it's a, not a feeding. It's not a being caught in. It's a waking up to. Subtle work, but that's that's why we provide a lot of silence here. So we subtle things can be seen uh, more with a intimately, I would say, you know, without judging, without identifying, this is me, I'm always discouraged, you know, it's not, it's just what it is now, it's just what is showing up here now, yeah, sometimes there's too much energy, it shows up in thinking, hyper-thinking, sitting like, you know, he has to ring the bell, I'm going to explode, you know, something like this, so becoming aware of this, so strong desires for something else, resistance to what is there, low mental energy, kind of like, can't, or even physical, you might feel it in this way. Too much energy. Oh, there's a, a lot of agitation and restlessness now. This is how it is right now. There's a passage of extreme restlessness. You know, naming it is part of what we do. And the other one, Maybe that's going to be enough five. <laughs> Can you do another one? <laughs> it's doubt. The doubt is like, what am I doing here? Why am I here again? Or can I do this? Everybody else can do this, but I don't think I can do this. Doubt in self, doubt in the process. There's a kind of doubt that is um, that is wholesome, I think. There's a kind of doubt like, oh, I'm not sure of that. Pascal says that. I'm not sure. Let me check out. Do you see in that there's some energy? There's some moving forward, research, investigation, exploration is alive. But there's a kind of doubt that stops everything. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's for me. You know, I don't know if I could do, I should do, you know, attentive to the moment or do the phrases to somebody else. I don't know. I just don't know. But there's no movement. This can happen. It's good to recognize, oh, there's a doubt is here. Doubt is here. I'm stopped by doubt. If you become aware of it and caring for this, you don't have to feel otherwise. Then you're awake to what is happening and caring about what is happening. Oh, doubt, it feels like this. It's not easy. Feels stuck, feels everything has stopped. You know, or this is how it feels. Then there's a caring. We're back on track. 
Does that resonate? Do you recognize something in there? Yeah. And just to name the opposite that can happen at some point in a retreat or in your practice is that when the conditions are right, uh, let's say some, I decide to think of uh, somebody I, let's say an inspiring person. Let's say I, I start to think about, um, for me, Aung San Suu Kyi would come to mind. She's a freedom fighter, we could say, a social justice fighter in Burma given her whole life. Many of you know her. So then I think of Aung San Suu Kyi and the beautiful qualities that she's uh, expressed in a constant, in, with a lot of uh, constancy, con- continuity in her life. And I can bring her to mind. I don't know her personally, but I can bring her to mind and think about her. And say, may you be well. May you... May you thrive, may you have peace of mind, may you have clarity of mind. I choose a few sentences and I keep repeating these sentences, keeping Aung San Suu Kyi in mind. Something that can happen, sometimes it happens, through doing this or being attentive to the moment, to the sounds of the heater, the, sounds in the sensations in the legs, the rise and fall of the belly with care. One or the other method, one thing that can happen is that at some point there's a there's a closeness, I would say. There's a I'm with on San Suchi, you know, I'm with she's with me, she's in me. And there's a I stay there, I can stay there because the conditions are right. There's not too much disturbances, hindrances in the mind, you know. And and I can I can say the sentences repeatedly with care, you know, and I'm into it, kind of in the zone, you could say, almost. You know. And then, when that happens, there can be the blossoming of concentration. So, where I don't have to push back towards Ansan Shuchi or towards the belly, it just naturally stays there more. Yeah. And then, what would naturally happen is that I get protected, secluded from the hindrances because of the concentration, because of the sustained care towards what is happening, then at some point I enter a field where the hindrances cannot really arise for a while. They can't take hold because the mind is not scattered anymore. The quality of attention is a little bit more refined and sustained. So in this way, I enter a kind of a little groove there. And the desire for something else just can't arise in that time because the mind is totally given to the task. Yeah? And so this is, it, it feels good when this happens because it's like, oh, it was so easy to care for, you know, this good friend or this, this inspiring person or self or to just be here with the temperature of the room. It was. It feels easeful. It's mainly because the hindrances are not there anymore. There's no doubt. Should I do this or do that? There's no uh, lack of energy. There's not too much energy. It just seems like I don't even notice it. It's just the right energy that is there. And there's not the desire to be doing something else or be somebody else. It's just what's happening. 
This is conditional. We cannot completely control that. But one of the conditions that is helpful is the continuity in the practice. The not giving up and the not forcing. So this morning, for example, there's a whole morning of practice. If one was to say, let me bring as much continuity as possible. So it means while I'm here, I'm really I'm not going to do a kind of a stop and go practice where I practice a little bit then I check out for a little while in my thoughts about next week. You know, I kind of indulge like there's a choice point there. It's not like imposed on me, but I decide to do it. You know, but I'm going to commit and stay as much as possible. And when the bell rings, I'm going to really be there as I stand up, put shoes on and jacket on, and then I'm really going to walk. You know. Or if I end up sitting with tea, I'm going to do this carefully. The pouring, the holding, the warmth, the wetness in the mouth. I'm really going to be there. Or I'm going to keep the phrases and the person to mind. In the most diligent and delicate way, this is one of the conditions that can create the concentration and the seclusion from hindrances. But it's not totally in our control. We, but we are learning in this practice. We learn to gain mastery over that, so that I can sit and whoops, be secluded. It's possible. That's what we call mastery. It's a good way to live. But one has to make their way there. You know. So gentle dedication, I would say. So it's not like I'm asking you. You know, I'm saying like you have. Okay, go for it. You know, <laughs> like. It's not like this. But there's one thing, though. Uh, when we talk about energy, we an image that is used sometimes is the launching of a rocket. To launch a rocket, it takes a lot of energy, I think. I, 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 I don't drive rockets, but <laughs> I've been told by rockets drivers <laughs> that to launch a rocket, you have to put a lot of energy to make it... Uh, leave the earth, you know, but once it's gone, it it has it, it takes a lot less energy, yeah, so in the stop and go kind of practice, I have to launch the damn rocket every f- 10 minutes, you know, it's exhausting, you know, and so how today here on the second day of practice, could I launch maybe only a couple of times today, <laughs> you know, and Conditions might be right or not. It's very humbling work we're doing. You know, we, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it's good. Maybe do you agree? It's good to know about these things. It can be helpful. It can help make, you know, how we apply energy, how we spend our time. <coughs> okay. So let's uh, let's try this. So for the guided meditation this morning, I'll guide us through um, a a classic metta practice of sending metta to other beings. And so we'll go towards, we'll we'll start maybe with uh, something like a benefactor or a good friend. And then 
we'll move to what we call neutral beings. So somebody that we know of, but we don't spend a lot of time thinking about them. It's not like we are in love with them, we love them very much, or it's not like we also dislike them. It's just one of the beings that we are in our life that uh, somewhat neutral. And we say that this is the doorway to all beings in the practice. I can care about somebody that is rather neutral for me. That's The door is starting to open towards a care that can be for all beings, include everybody. I have a teacher, she teaches here at Michelle McDonald, and she says that uh, she travels a lot to teach, so she's often gone, but she, um, do her, she does her grocery at um, Buyer's Club, Club Price, Buyer, Buyer's Club, something like like huge. But she's been going there for years, and uh, some people that she know works there. And she said that when she's traveling, sometimes she sends metta to them, sends wishes of well-being for the people who work there. They deal with hundreds of people. They don't know her, but she said sometimes she, you know, turns the corner at the buyer's club and she sees one of them. And she's like, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> and they're like, I'm "Good." <laughs> but you can see the. And she said, "Like, it's hard to think of them as neutral now because I care so much about them." You know? So, in this way, one starts to inhabit a very friendly world, you know, where this care is flowing. But, it's good for one's heart. And so you have your posture. And start with uh, connecting with this being here and how they feel. They might feel refreshed. They might feel open. They might feel their heart is a little heavy somehow. Kind of impatient and done with it, however they feel. This being that you find yourself in the middle of. Just become aware of that. So many ways that life uh, manifests inside of us. See if you can allow for that manifestation without being caught in it, without rejecting it, or hanging on to it. Just how it is right now. Maybe in the midst of that, you could, uh, if you want again, Bring to mind someone that inspires you. Someone that is dear to you. You think of the the uniqueness. There's only one like this in the entire story of the universe. Only one like this. You might uh, rejoice in their beingness.
maybe feel also that you care for this uh, being's well-being. There's a wish for ease for them, safety. So you can hang out for a little while with them in your mind. Silently or adding a few words to express your care. Que tu sois heureuse, que tu sois bien, que tu sois protégé. May you be safe and happy. May you have clarity of mind and ease of body. Even if it's slippery, you bring the person back to mind if they slip out of your mind. No judgment, no forcing, just, this is what we're doing now, let's do it. Let's start again. Choosing two or three phrases and sticking with them, the right rhythm, might help settle the mind, gather the mind. After a while, the sentences simplify for me. They become only words. Safe, happy, healthy. That might work for you also or not.
you want, you could stay with this being or bring another being, being that you care about. But you could also, just if you want to play with this, think of somebody that is in your life that would fit this description of the neutral person. Might be somebody in this room here, neighbor, somebody at work. Think of one being. You might see them or have them in mind and heart. Although you don't know maybe very much about their life, you can can be sure that being a human being, they the experience of somewhat, some, sometimes being separated from what they want. They have wishes that might be unmet right now, challenges. They're probably visited by sometimes by confusion or other difficult emotions and mind states. They have a real desire for happiness and ease and safety. See what you want to wish for them or how you want to hold them in your mind for the next few minutes. know that you can always come back to where it's easier, more flowing if you want.
for the couple of last minutes of the sit, come back to the last wish for this being that you're with and let them go. Come back to the body sitting here. Just be aware of the posture, the sitting that is happening. And the different sensations alive in the body. Let the breath be felt and be known. aware of the quality of the mind-heart right now. Whatever is there, the spaciousness, the tightness, the ease or discomfort, agitation or calm, the benevolence, Whatever you can notice in the quality of the heart-mind. We have time now for um, questions or comments about the practice. Uh, 
think we haven't done that much yet. So, clarification on something or something you're exploring that you want to share. Uh-huh. Uh, when I say heart-mind, it refers to one thing. It's the, a way to talk about the mind, but the mind, it's kind of tricky also. It's not my language, but uh, like I, I say heart-mind because there's a word in Pali, I think it's chitta. It refers to, it could refer to the mind, but it includes the, the qualities of the heart, like emotions and moods and s- states of mind, states of the heart or... So when I say notice the quality of your heart, heart mind, what I what I the question I'm asking is how what is the inner life right now? So there might be thoughts about something, but there it might be thoughts. Yeah, there's thinking, but it's colored by worried, or it's thinking colored by gratitude. You know, or it makes more sense because I was trying to <laughs> yeah. align the two. And yeah, I, I got really confused. yeah, it's one thing. Okay. It's like. It's heart mind is one thing. Okay. <laughs> the mind of the heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't work for me. Uh, sending uh, loving kindness to other people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, sort of, it's, it's interesting that it doesn't work. Uh, and so, so what happens is that I mean, there seems to be some inherent resistance. So, I, you know, I try there and as I'm doing this, sort of, I'm doing it, I forget who the friend was. I, you know, just, I, I can't bring any juice to it. Yeah. So I, 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 can, I can go to the, I can go to the, the game of, of, of doing it. Yeah. It's it's not uh-huh. it's not working. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I mean I can stick to my to, to my breathing, which does work. And I get into a situation where influences have gone, where this lovely contented feeling. Yeah. But as far as um, sending loving kindness, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, wh- where do you? How how does it express itself uh, in you? The, the the do you do you feel like you have access to kindness without that form? Forget the form of sending, but is there a kindness that you can feel in the heart mind sometimes? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. So, 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 I think there is a, there is a kindness. What 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 happens is then I so I start looking at myself and thinking, wow. Maybe I don't really, I don't really love this. I don't. I say so. Doubt arises. I doubt arises <laughs> as to what is my relationship to these people I'm, I'm sending love to. Which I have dear friends, and I, and I, I truly do wish them well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but, do. Mm-hmm. But not in that form. Not in this form. Yeah, no. yeah. So it's good to have um, clarity about this. You know. So not in that form. I don't think it's a problem, you know. 
it's it's just not a form for you. That's why I'm offering also the other versions because I know that this certain amount of people are not gonna are not gonna it's not gonna work for them this kind of conceptual because you have to visualize somebody send them something you know like it's not a form that works for them and it's uh, I don't think it's actually a problem at all. It's but it's good to know that you know and so you try and and you tried again this morning and it just doesn't resonate for you. I would, I would uh, just leave it at that, you know, and, and bring attention to, you know, do what you do that works well, you know. And my interest later after the retreat is it uh, would be like, does that caring, like this care, careful attention you bring to breath or sitting or hearing, uh, is it possible to bring it also in relationships? You know, can can you when you're with somebody? It, is that alive also there, the quality of attention to the other, you know? And that's really what matters, you know? The way you get there by thinking of somebody and, or not, you know, it's, I don't think it's that important. Does that feel okay? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I'm saying this also to normalize it because there's an, a certain amount of people who don't, you know, and sometimes it also I've seen this. They say, "Oh my God, I've been doing vipassana, you know, inside meditation for twenty years, never connected with the meta." But this week, you know, after twenty years, it's just the conditions are such that it doesn't, and suddenly it does, or it never does. I don't, it, I, I don't think it's that important. It's just one form, you know. It's uh, so you have many tools in this practice, many different tools, and it's possible that one tool you don't want. You don't want to use, or it doesn't fit with your hand, you know. And so it's clever not to. Uh, yes, you did say when the first day that I'd never really heard before was the uh, bringing love to every to every every, every, every question, to every, every, every thought. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that really. That really it's a big thing for me to hear that. Yeah. I'm sure I've, I've heard it before, but I didn't hear it mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. So we use, in the form of metta sending to somebody, we use concept, the concept of me sending metta to that being. But in a way, in a deeper wisdom or other kind of wisdom, we would know there's no, there's nobody. It's just love, loving love. You know, like it's, it's, I'm creating the image of some, it's some concept that I'm sending love to, you know. But we use the conceptual to send love. So that might be confusing for some of you, but it, in, the, in the deeper Buddhist wisdom, there's a recognition that there's, there's no one there, you know. There's just qualities of the heart, mind, and there's sensations and experiences, and that when the heart, mind is cleared, it's naturally loving. It's naturally, so we don't have to produce the thought of somebody. That's one way that we use, because we live like this. I think of people in my life. I do that. I think of people. So why not use the thinking of people to think of them with friendliness, you know, with love? But in a way, with practice, it might fall apart. And so it's not so much me sending love to somebody. It's just there is this caring that is there. 
it's beautiful. It can be caring about with nobody around, or it can be caring with one person, or caring with many people, and it's present or it's absent. You know. So it doesn't need to take that form. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, I think my mind is quick. I'm resisting saying too quick, too, too fast jump. Um, so, for example, I was sending metta to an acquaintance in my apartment building. I know she's lost her mom, and there was a lot of change in her life. So I'm sending peace and love and security. And I think it's heart mind, I feel it. And I'm like, okay, I'll do the next thing. And you're still. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I would I would tend to play with both. You know, it's some, you can you can move to another person. You know, okay, done, next. You know, <laughs> if it keeps your interest. But at some point, at some point, it could be good also to maybe slow down. Maybe you could benefit from that. Maybe there's some. Maybe this next is led by some kind of <coughs> agitation or restlessness. Maybe not. It's just your type. No, I, I think it is. I, I think I have a restless mind. I always want something new. Yeah. So, you know, you can indulge a little bit, you know, work with it, I would say, but also invite it like, okay, my love, we're going to change in two minutes. Can we stay just another little two minutes with this one? You know, so you... And then do another... Like, so you don't, like, as soon as you want to change, you change. So you're yeah. just going by habit. You know, your habit... You just... But you work with it. You say, okay, we're going a little faster than Pascal, but still, <laughs> we're going to do a, two more rounds <laughs> with this one, you know? So you learn to, you help calm the mind in this way, uh-huh. you know? So. Oh, thank you, that's helpful. Okay, thanks. Would you mind repeating that line that you um, used yourself when you were you, 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 you um, mentioned a line that really resonated with me. Oh. So what was you I mentioned saying? that you, you know, you did it all For the month, yeah. 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 Um, it doesn't come to mind, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How is it that? <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay. But actually, there was a... There was a... a uh, there was a part of that retreat that I also uh, spent with doing mudita, joyful practice for uh, for my teacher. And so it was not just that. Actually, I went from one to the other, and there was a. Uh, and so, for him, I was saying. Uh, I mean, it's the one phrase for mudita for the joy joy of somebody else's success is uh, may your happiness and good fortune increase and never cease or never wane. So that's one thing I, I said. Uh, so what was I saying for myself? Well, I think it was my love piece of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was a you, like it wasn't an Yeah, I. yeah, yeah. Um, but that's all I can remember. May you take care of yourself joyfully. No? Yeah. It, it'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, because it was just that it really... Mm-hmm. Something and then it's gone too for me. So. Yeah. So what happens also with me is with time, I, I was saying this earlier, is the phrase 
shortens. It becomes just one word, you know, happy, ease, you know. It becomes enough for the It becomes like too many words, you know. It's, it simplifies and it's just an impression. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Again, it's whatever works. For me, the you works well, you know. Like, I talk a little bit to myself, like, oh, you're, you're all worked up now. Oh, you have a strong opinion about this. Huh? <laughs> you feel really strongly about this, Pascal. <laughs> it, it seems to... I mean, it's not the form. It's really what it does, you know. It helps me feel seen. <laughs> helps me calm down, you know. <laughs> so, you know, and it might switch over time, but... What works for you? Uh, I used to do the you, but when I when I do the I, it, it feels more embodied. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Mm. Yeah. This is the reading that I'm doing yeah. Yeah. Forgive me, I didn't mention it, but in this practice, we we breathe. We don't do any form of special breathing. We just the breathing is normal. So it means sometimes it's tight, sometimes it's deep, sometimes it's shallow, sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's slow. You know, and that's what maybe also helps us gain access to how we feel. Because if I become aware, I'm like, the, the breath is going to tell me somehow, like, it's intuitive, you know, but I, I'm going to notice, like, oh my God, it's stuck here, you know, or, oh, wow, it's a full body breathing, you know. And maybe sometimes one can say, like, oh, let me breathe into this and do a little breathe, a deeper breathing. But in general, the instruction is to just discover the breath as it is, natural and natural sometimes means I discover a breath that is controlled, you know, because I would like it to be flowy, but the way it is natural right now is that it's it's a little bit tight and or chaotic or some something like that. And then can that be okay? Which is a question. I ask a letter like, Oh, this is how it feels right now. Can that be okay that there is fear? Can that be okay that the breathing is like this? Can that be okay that the knee is pulsing very strongly right now? Can that be allowed? So, same with the breath. Okay. And so now there is um, there's a group uh, meeting, and uh, it would be good if you, in your group today if you can uh, have very little stop, pit stop before going there, like go in good time. So we because it's limited amount of time, and so uh, you can reach the destination without rushing, but uh, without abandoning, <laughs> would be good. And um, is there anything else? No? 
So enjoy your practice. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.